Hey, it's Dr. John Terry, the Black Belt Leader, and welcome to the Black Belt Leadership Podcast, where each week I'm sharing tips, tools, insights, and resources to help you become a better version of who you are and what you do as you discover, develop, and deploy your own unique Black Belt Leader within. Hey, as I do in many episodes of this Black Belt Leadership Podcast, I want to open with a question, and I think you're going to find today's question interesting. What if Peter Pan was right? You may say, John, right about what? Well, that's the conversation we're going to have today. So when I mention the name Peter Pan, what comes to mind? Neverland, Captain Hook, Tinkerbell, Pixie Dust, The Lost Boys, Wendy, The Clock-Eating Crocodile, Tiger Lily, Chief Big Little Panther, Mermaid Lagoon, Marooner's Rock, Nana the Beloved Dog Nanny, or maybe it was Aquata, Adrena, Arista, Atina, Alana, or Adela, the mermaids from Mermaid Lagoon. Or maybe it was Hangman's Tree, Peter's Hangout in the woods. Maybe it was the Neverland Jungle. Or maybe you were attracted to Mr. Smee, Captain Hook's first mate. Maybe it was Captain Hook's Hook. Maybe it was the second start of the ride and straight on the morning. Maybe for you, it was something else, or if you're not a fan of Peter Pan, you have no idea what I'm talking about at this point. <clears throat> but I will say this, J.M. Barry's classic tale of the boy who never grew up remains a beloved tale that's enthralled children, and I've got to admit, adults, myself included, for years and sometimes longer. Now, the whimsical tales of Peter's adventures in Neverland, what do they do? They take us on a journey back to our childhood, a time of imagination, a time of freedom, and a time of entertainment. Now, as a young boy, I grew up watching the Disney adaptation of Peter Pan, and I remember later on there was a live version of that where Mary Martin played Peter Pan and watched that as well. I had the book. Mom and Dad read it to me until I learned to read myself, but every time I returned to the story of Peter Pan, I could imagine Tinkerbell sprinkling me with pixie dust so like Peter, I could fly. Well, my sister Tanya and I, sometimes we played a lot of different games around the house and Peter Pan and Neverland was one of those. And sometimes my sister would play Tinkerbell and we didn't have pixie dust, but salt worked just as well until mom found out. She wasn't too happy with my sister and I sprinkling salt and running and playing and jumping off the furniture in the house. And all that boundless energy ended up being sent outside. We were happy to do that. We rounded up the kids in the neighborhood, and what did we do? We played Peter Pan, and everybody had their role, and we jumped shrubs, we jumped planters, we jumped off porches, we climbed up trees and made a makeshift hideout to escape from Captain Hook and the henchmen. We stuck our arms out, and as we ran around, we played like we were flying over Neverland. Some of the girls would stage at one house, and that would be Mermaid Lagoon, and other folks would stage at another house, and that was the Indian village. Life back then was fun. And if you think back, really, what was it? It was childhood. It was that magical time in our lives. But then all of a sudden, we grew up, and for many of us, life changed. What do I mean by that? Well, think about your childhood and the childhood of many of the individuals you interact with every day. When we grow up, what happens? We stop using our creativity and our imagination. Instead, we start relying on past experience and we fall into a routine of doing the same things the same way over and over again. 
And as a result of that, life itself becomes boring. It becomes a drudgery of existence that we mindlessly slog through doing the same things the same way over and over. The beautiful colors, the vivid colors of our childhood are replaced by the black and white or at best shades of gray as far too many of us settle into a lackluster, mediocre existence, simply accepting what life brings our way. Now, there's no better way to see this meaningless shell of a life on display and played out before us than to return to the story of Peter Pan, but this time all grown up. I'm talking about the movie Hook with Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman. Now, in the movie Hook, Robin Williams plays an adult version of Peter Pan who gave up eternal childhood to do what? Mary Wendy's granddaughter, Mora, who he became infatuated with, and she became the girl of his dreams. So in the movie, he's no longer Peter Pan. He's Peter Banning. He's a workaholic mergers and acquisition attorney who has no time for his wife, no time for his family, because he is so engrossed in his work that nothing else matters. He has become a corporate raider. And in the words of Wendy, oh my goodness, Peter, you have become a pirate. Now, his marriage is falling apart and he doesn't realize it. His kids are growing to despise him and he doesn't realize it. Why? He's completely disengaged from their lives. That is, until Captain Hook returns, kidnaps Peter Banning's children and plots his revenge against his one-time child nemesis. So Peter Banning in the movie has to return to Neverland. Julia Roberts plays Tinkerbell and she sprinkles pixie dust and gets him back to Neverland. And when he gets there, he doesn't even know who he is. He meets the Lost Boys and they don't recognize him because he's all grown up, no longer a little boy. But while he's there, he realizes to rescue his children, he has to unlearn what it means to be Peter Banning and relearn what it means to become Peter Pan. In doing so, he discovers who he truly is on the inside. And that is the leadership lesson I want to focus on today. Now, as children, you and I, we view the world as kids through an open mind a mind that is unclouded by the opinions, prejudices, bias, and preconceived ideas of other people. As children, when we went out to view this amazing world in which we live, every day was a day of exploration, a day of discovery, a day of experimenting and learning something new. And it was a day that the world would reveal something unique to us that we didn't know before. When we ventured into this amazing world in which we live, we did so with a sense of fascination and a sense of wonder. Every day we had an opportunity to learn at least one thing new, and oftentimes we learned more than one thing. Trial and error, experimentation, seeing what worked and what didn't, here's what was happening and we didn't even realize it. We were engaged in personal growth and development. Understand, from our infancy, we are hardwired Hear me, we are hardwired to learn, to grow, and to improve. And then, guess what happens? We start our formal education, and for most of us, everything changes. Rather than being taught and encouraged how to think, we continue to move forward into learning what to think. 
Rather than being taught to continue to explore and study the vastness of the world around us, we are taught, think this way by our teachers. Now, think about your education experience in elementary, junior high, and high school. We're told what to read, what to study, and what to learn. We're told that we're going to learn this, and our attention is focused there. No imagination, no creativity. We are told this is what you're going to do. And all of a sudden, what happens? We begin to conform. Our minds are filled with facts and figures that oftentimes are absolutely useless in the real world. But we go through this rote routine and exercise simply because it's required. Creativity and imagination that fueled our learning are put on the shelf and replaced with book learning. We study assigned material and we study that over and over and over. And then we take some qualifying exam to prove that we've at least got some competency in that area. And then what happens? We're told, hey, you learned that subject. It's time to move on and learn something else. And here's something I've realized. Formal education, for the most part, is about conformity. It's about teaching the same content to everyone the same way without regard to the individuality of each individual student. Success principles aren't taught. Personal growth and development are ignored. Let's just get everyone through the system, learning the basics of what they need to learn to go and contribute to the society. And oh yeah, pay taxes. Well, add to that the opinion of others and the pressure to become part of a collective to actually fit in with your peers. And as a result of that, being forced to engage in groupthink. Now you're getting the opinion of other people who often don't have the wisdom, knowledge, or experience to guide you and give you advice and guidance, but they're going to give it anyway. And sadly, because of this groupthink mentality and this pressure to conform, to fit inside the box, we accept what they say is truth even though it may not be true. As a result of that, society wants to mold us to become just like everyone else around you. That pressure to conform, to fit inside the box is great. I mean, think about it. How you dressed, what you watched, what you listened to, who you admired, what you think and what you say become important or you could be ostracized or worse in today's culture. If you've got an independent thought, you could be canceled. Well, forget about being unique. Forget about being one of a kind. Society today is about cultural conformity. Don't think for yourself, society says. We'll do all the thinking for you. We will tell you what to think and how we want you to think. Conformity, conformity, conformity. Is it any wonder that slowly, ever so slowly, we begin to lose our curious nature that fueled our personal growth in the early years of our lives? That flame of creativity and imagination that burned within us as a child, wanting to learn anything and everything, is slowly extinguished in our lives. It's no wonder the vast majority of people living today never rise to their full potential because the creativity and imagination that sparked it has been snuffed out. Going back to our premise and the question I asked earlier, what if Peter Pan was right? Think about what I just shared. We've stopped becoming Peter Pan 
because of what we just went through in the public education system, and we've started becoming Peter Banning. Or worse, we may have become Captain Hook. Now, you've heard me say many, many times on this podcast, and if you've ever heard me live, I share this quite often. As you think, you become. And once you stop thinking, you stop becoming. So as you think create creatively in your mind, you become creative. But once you stop thinking creatively, you stop becoming that curious, creative person. Now, understand that it's our creative nature. It's our imagination that allows us to see the world around us with an open mind, to see the things we're dealing with every day with an open mind and see the possibilities. That open mind, that creative nature allows us to see what might be possible and to envision things nobody else thought we were capable of doing. When we lose that curious, creative nature, we lose perspective. Now, as we age, our childlike wonder, as I shared earlier, is replaced with past experience. Rather than wondering what if or what could be, we simply go back to what worked in the past and we try it again. And if it works, we try it again. And before you know it, we've settled into habitual patterns of behavior, settling for good enough. Rather than wondering what could be, is there more? We simply settle for less. That childlike curiosity reveals to us what could be. It allows us to think outside the box. It allows us to look for yet another answer we haven't yet found, and it allows us to consider other possibilities. When we lose that childlike curiosity, we settle for less, and we end up living a mediocre, lackluster, average life, conforming to society just like everybody else. When we lose that childlike curiosity, we really stop learning, growing, improving, and expanding. Now, don't forget, you and I are hardwired from birth to have this childlike curiosity, this imagination, this ability, and this desire to learn and to grow. Yet 5% of the people in the world, and probably less than that today, are actually engaged in personal growth and development on a consistent and daily basis. That means 95% of the people in the world have lost that childlike curiosity and they're content to live mediocre, average, lackluster lives conforming to the mold society's made for them. What are they doing? The same things over and over and over again. Now, to me, that's not living, that's existing. And if 95% of the populace is just existing, and 5% is actually maintain that childlike curiosity, what do we need to understand? We need to understand and awaken more people to the fact that they can do more. They can become more, but they've got to return to that childlike curiosity that inspired them to dream big and to think big. And when you dream big and think big, now you got the opportunity to pursue big things. Understand, black belt leaders don't just exist in life. They live life with black belt excellence. They pursue all that life has to offer. But understand this, when you do the same things you've always done, you're going to get the same results you've always gotten. When you do the same things other people are doing because you're conforming to the societal norms, you're going to get the same 
average, mediocre, lackluster results everybody else is getting. But when you do what nobody else is doing, return to that childlike curiosity, engage in personal growth, and do the things successful people do daily that unsuccessful people do sometimes or not at all, you're going to stand out, you're going to get noticed, and you're going to get ahead. Remember, successful people do daily what unsuccessful people do sometimes or not at all. And one of the things successful people do on a daily basis is they return to that childlike state of curiosity if they're not living in that state of curiosity and imagination all day long. They return to a state of wonderment. I love that word. They return to a state of wonderment, imagining what could be the result of learning something new, trying something new, or considering a different way of thinking, doing, or becoming. So what if Peter Pan was right? And maybe he was right after all. Maybe you and I need to focus as much or more on our inner child rather than focusing on becoming what society wants us to become. Rather than conforming, maybe we need to focus more on our individuality and our God-given talents and abilities and what makes us unique and expand that, to develop that, to go within and discover, develop, and deploy our own unique black belt leader to make a difference in the world around us. Rather than conforming to become yet another cog in the machine, what if we consider that there might be something more waiting for us if only we stay curious and maintain a sense of wonder? Now, I've got to talk about my grandson, Dalen, for just a moment. Dalen's currently four. And when Dalen comes to visit, you never know what to expect. His childlike curiosity is contagious. And I love watching him learning to live life. Many times when Dalen comes over, after we spend a little bit of time in the house, whether good, we find ourselves in the backyard. Well, when we go out, first thing Dalen wants to do is spend a few minutes playing with my three dogs, Marley, Oliver, and Armani. Once that's done, oftentimes Dalen will grab his dump truck and he'll start hauling dirt and rocks and sticks all across the backyard and he's going to go build something. You never know what he's going to build and you never know what his creative mind is thinking about, but he's going to go do something. You know, one day he's building a bridge over a hole in the backyard my dogs had dug trying to dig up a mole or, or something that was crawling around under the grass. Sometimes he's building a house. Sometimes he's building a skyscraper. The other day he was building a firehouse and then he was going to go in the house, get his fire truck, bring it outside and park it in this stick thing that he was building. Now, other times, Dalen's imagination goes in a different direction. A couple of days ago, he jumped on his bike and he was going around the swimming pool and he was going this. Woo -woo 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 -woo. I said, Dalen, what are you doing? He says, Grandpa, the dogs are speeding and I've got to give them a ticket. Now, I didn't know that dogs could speed in the backyard and dogs could get a ticket for speeding. But according to Dalen, yeah, that can happen. Now, other times when he's not playing a policeman on his bicycle, he's a motocross champion, or he's simply out on the bike trails. Dalen and I occasionally take hikes in the North Woods, and there's an amazing myriad of hiking and biking trails up there. And we oftentimes see guys and gals coming by on their mountain bikes, and he loves to watch them do that. So sometimes he envisions himself riding the trails. 
Now, one that got me the other day, and it's something I guess he picked up from his mom. He's out riding in the backyard and he's going up to the doghouse and he's stopping and he's getting something out of the magically or imaginatively getting something off the back of his bike and going to the door of, of the doghouse and then getting back on and riding off, circling around doing it again. I said, Dalen, what are you doing? He says, Grandpa, I'm door dashing. I'm delivering groceries and Sonic. <laughs> I got a big kick out of that. But again, what's the point? Dalen's imaginative mind is always at work. It's always seeing what could be. And whatever big, audacious, hairy thing he's thinking about, Dalen sees himself right there in the middle of it. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've found matchbox cards or toys in some crazy places in our house. My wife and I sometimes marvel at some of the things he does. And at that moment, whatever he's playing, that car, that toy, that stuffed animal has to be in a cabinet, in a drawer, under a bed, in the hamper, on top of the bed, stuck somewhere because there's a specific reason it has to be there for some game he's playing. Think about that. Dalen's envisioning what could be, and he's living it out. So my question is this, how many of us need to learn a lesson from Dalen or our own children or grandchildren are just from someone of the younger generation. Because when we live our lives with a sense of curiosity and a sense of wonder, we imagine the impossible. And more importantly, when we imagine the impossible, we also start to see how the impossible can become reality. You know, when I think about this creative spirit, this creative mindset, I go to people like Leonardo da Vinci, Alexander Graham Bell, Thomas Edison, George Washington Carver, Albert Einstein, Wolfgang Mozart, and the list could go on. All of those individuals are remembered for their creative genius. They and the countless other inventors like them maintained a childlike state of wonder as they viewed the world around them. And you pick your famous inventor, that somebody that you really admire. Every one of those individuals have something in common. They chose not to see the world as it is and accept it as such. They saw the world as it could be. They imagined something bigger, something better, and something new. Their imagination fueled their creativity, even as their sense of curiosity and wonder opened their minds to see and seize the endless opportunities that are before us every moment of our lives. And the world as a result is a better place to live because they did so. So maybe Peter Pan was right. Perhaps part of us should never grow up. Perhaps part of us should stay in that childlike state of wonder and curiosity because it's in that state what could be is revealed to us, and we discover that we were created to say, do, and become so much more than we are right now. So maybe we should sprinkle ourselves with pixie dust, return to Neverland, and allow our creative imagination to take us on a journey of discovery. Maybe it's to battle pirates or visit an Indian village or spend time with the mermaids at the lagoon or take our flight to the second star on the right and straight on till morning. Remember, you and I, we were hardwired for personal growth, but that only happens when we remain open, curious, and maintain a state of wonder. Don't forget, as you think, you become. And once you stop thinking, you stop becoming. 
So as you think creatively, you become more creative. And all of a sudden, all of the possibilities that have always been before you begin to reveal themselves to you. But once you stop thinking creatively, you stop becoming creative and you stop growing. So maybe, just maybe, it's time to unlearn and relearn how to be Peter Pan once again, to release our creativity, to release our curiosity, and to embrace and re-fall in love all over again. I want to say re-love, but let's fall in love all over again with a sense of wonder. Let me leave you with this. Pixie dust, anyone? Hey, Dr. John Terry, the Black Belt Leader, thanks for joining me for this Black Belt Leadership Podcast. Have a great day.